Hello, and thank you for tuning in. Normally on the program, I cover a political topic. However, I'm going to do something a little different today. I'm going to talk about something a little more inspirational. It seems that there is so much to be stressed about during this period, this time. So I want to do something just a little bit different. I'm going to talk about leadership. I think today's world is lacking true leadership in a lot of different areas. And all the stress and hate being felt around the world kind of falls back on that. Without solid leadership, it's very easy for chaos to take hold. Very easy for people to lose their direction, lose their inspiration. I think that's very evident with the way things seem to be going around the world today. I want to start by giving you basic thoughts on what a true leader is, in my opinion, and some characteristics of true leadership. Let me start with a quote from Colin Powell. Being responsible sometimes means pissing people off. I like that quote. First of all, a good leader is not always the most popular person. A good leader makes decisions that are not necessarily popular, but are actually necessary to achieve his or her goals, or the goals of the organization or the team or the nation or whatever faculty they're positioned in. Additionally, a leader is always accountable. A good leader takes responsibility for failures and shortcomings, more so than for successes. A successful leader doesn't need to promote himself or herself. The success and prosperity of his her organization reflects upon them. In my experiences, good leaders take responsibility and are accountable, but they give credit instead of taking it. As I mentioned, I have a lot of leadership experience. I've been a very poor leader, and I've been a very successful leader. I found that even in failure, you can be a good leader. Good leaders are not afraid of failure. They use failure as a means to learn so they can learn to succeed. Poor leaders use failures as a means to blame and escape accountability. The best leaders in history and in the world today don't hide their failures. They own them, and they grow through them, and they use them to succeed. Good leaders do not blame others. They accept responsibility, and they remain accountable. Now, that doesn't mean that they do not also hold their subordinates accountable. They do, and rightfully so. They just don't play the blame games we often see from politicians. Here's a quote from Arnold H. Glasgow. A good leader takes a little more of his share of the blame and a little less than his share of the credit. I think that's an incredible quote and hits my point. In my opinion, leadership is an art form. It is a persistent condition of constant learning. Leaders do not know everything. They recognize this and purposefully continue to learn from others and their own shortcomings. It is how they grow and how they target their next success. I have some great words to share from history's greatest leaders. I personally find it motivating and inspiring to truly consider the words of successful leaders. Then I pair it with their actions and it is not difficult to see why they are or were so successful. The first quote comes from Winston Churchill. Never give in. Never give in. Never, 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 never. In nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. I think quitting is one of the worst things a leader can do. Now, I'm not talking about conceding. If you've exhausted all your best efforts and been honorable during the process, there's nothing wrong with accepting a failed effort and going on to plan B. Now, here's a quote from one of the least popular leaders in history, but it's still a valid quote. It still means something. It's from Richard Nixon. A man is not finished when he is defeated. He is finished when he quits. I think that's true. Now, next is a quote from Calvin Coolidge. 
Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. This goes along with my original position on quitting. Persistence, determination, and perseverance overall are paramount to any leader's playbook. Now along the same lines is a quote from a Dr. A. B. Meldrum. Bear in mind, if you are going to amount to anything, that your success does not depend upon the brilliance and the impetuosity with which you take hold, but upon the everlasting and sanctified bulldoggedness with which you hang on after you have taken hold. Now, before I continue, some of these quotes may seem like they're not really about leadership. Some are more about motivation. That is true, but without motivation and inspiration, a leader can't possibly hope to lead, and he cannot or she cannot possibly hope to inspire subordinates to follow. Now, moving on, here's a good quote from Thomas Edison. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Now for more leadership-oriented quotes. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Our chief want is someone who will inspire us to be what we know we could be. Being able to inspire without a doubt is one of the most important traits of a good leader. And here's another good one, from this time from Ronald Reagan. The greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. Here's another quote. This one's from George Patton. Don't tell people how to do things. Tell them what to do and let them surprise you with their results. I think it's an excellent quote from one of the less micromanaging perspectives. Here are two quotes, one from Dwight D. Eisenhower and the other from Harry S. Truman, both similar but very true in their own rights. First, Dwight Eisenhower. Leadership is the art of getting someone else to do something you want done because he wants to do it. And Harry S. Truman, along the same lines, says, Leadership is the ability to get men to do what they don't want to do and like it. And those are both excellent quotes. Leadership is a capacity to translate vision into reality, from Warren Bennis. Before you're a leader, success is all about growing yourself. When you become a leader, success is all about growing others. That was said by Jack Welch. Excellent quote. He who has never learned to obey cannot be a good commander. That's Aristotle, and that's very true, very true about a lot of our elected politicians, in my opinion. Now, Steve Jobs said that innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. I'll end on a quote from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. In today's world, it's very easy to lose sight of what real leadership is with the media spouting off storylines that invoke and inspire hatred and violence, and with all the corruption in our politicians, most of our elected officials have already achieved their goals. They, they got elected. If any of them took office with any real hopes to lead and inspire, most of them have already lost that sense or that vision. We really need new leadership. It's apparent from the way President Trump has been hit hard from all fronts since coming into office. He came in with a vision, and whether you like him or not, or whether you believe it or not, or whether you voted for him or not, there's no doubt that he's a good leader. I mean, really, he didn't need the job. He didn't need all the criticisms and hatred 
spewed about him, all the negative publicity he's getting. He's a very successful businessman. He already had a good life. He took the job because he has a vision to make America great again. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. But unlike the other politicians and our previous president, he came into office to work. He's working very hard to reach the vision that he has for the people that he represents. It's just the same that everybody else in Washington, those multiple decade congressmen and women who got used to not working and just saying empty words and shouting and inspiring all kinds of hatred to distract from the fact that they were never really doing their job in the first place, well, they're really mad because they actually have a leader in the White House that wants to see them work and do their jobs for once. Okay, I said that this was not going to be about politics, but I did have to have that in there because it's an excellent example of what leadership is versus what leadership is supposed to be versus what leadership wasn't and isn't. Anyway, that's the end for now. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions on this episode or anything upcoming, please let me know. I'm happy to have you here. I'm glad you tuned in, and please check back soon. I'll try and have the next broadcast out just as quick as I can.